0: Hey everyone, it's Wendy and this is my first podcast. I am here in this um Wi-Fi lounge. I just finished sewing up two head and um oh cutting up some more of this little baton that I have. But Yes, I just finished doing all of this. I'm about to pack up my sewing machine, pack up my belongings, and head to the car. <laughs> oh, welcome to my homeless chronicles. So, this is the anchor app that. I just downloaded, and I guess this is my second podcast, but it's within, like, five minutes. (laughs) Uh, I figured I would go into detail about what my podcast is about. I'm not really exactly sure yet what it's about, but I feel the need to just tell the world or tell somebody about everything that's going on. I'm in California, San Diego, California and I'm sleeping in my car. Sleeping in my car. I could be at my mentor's on her couch. Well, I was at my mentor's on her couch. But I didn't feel welcomed. And I didn't feel at home. So I packed up my stuff and I left. And I've been in my car since. Oh Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I've been going to the gym to get in the shower and stuff. I haven't showered in two days because the membership is pretty far from where I've been at. So I've just been working and um, driving my Postmates and creating, but today, well, yeah, today I'm about to go up to the gym, get in the shower, get myself together change cancel and change my membership because I'm going to LA I feel like I came down San Diego for one thing but a lot of things have happened um since <laughs> I came <laughs> within this month and I have spent time so LA is the move I really have no ties down here, and since I don't have a freaking home, (laughs) I might as well be homeless in L.A. It's not going to be for long, though. My plan is to get a couple acting gigs and just hustle. I've been doing Postmates out here. I'm starting to get deposits from it. And when I go up L.A., I'm also going to do my solar as well. Hopefully I can find a I I am going to do my solar. So I've been, oh, this is what happened. So at, at my mentor's, um, when I was staying at my mentor's house, right? My first day out Cali, I filled out all of my... I went out job hunting. I just like... I'm like, all right. I have my mentor. I have my shop. They gave me a little office in their warehouse. And um, it was a lot. I'm going to pause. I'm going to stop this recording and start a new one so you guys can start from the beginning. Because I don't want you to drag all this out. But start click the next podcast. Okay, so boom. This is what's been going on since I've been in California, right? So I came to California with no money to my name. I think I had like $80. I was supposed to go to Coachella, sell my beads, get the money, get the hotel, come out here, put the deposit down for my apartment. Everything's supposed to be peachy right right but that's not how I went down I ended up not selling the beads at Coachella I got down to San Diego and I met up with my mentor that still worked out he ended up giving me half of his office well good portion of his warehouse and that was perfect but this is like what happened like within the Within five minutes of him giving that office to me, right? My So this is how it works out. (laughs) Let me break this down for you guys. So it's my mentor. It's two women and then a male. It's Dr. Morrow, his um, daughter Cheryl, and then her whatever it is, and um, Miss Nichelle so i uh, am at the warehouse dr morrow's happy to see me because i just came back from california i mean came back to california i was in maryland so dr um morrow's like yes you're back let's get to work now um here's your office you can do whatever you want to do here you go he um I was like, no, I came in, I was like, all right, Dr. Morrow, I'm ready to work now. This is perfect. I'm going to set up my computer right here next to you guys and work. And when I said right here, I meant like in the office space where him – the receptionist is at, everything's just a small little corner, a cubicle. He was like, no, you don't get this cubicle. Come here, I got a whole little of office for you. So he takes me to the other side. He tells me to clean this up, and it's, it's mine. So I clean everything up from head to toe. Mind you, this warehouse is old and just been collecting dust so um I clean it up he comes in he's super happy super glad and then um five minutes later Cheryl comes in and she's like um uh, he's I don't know what Dr Merle told you but he's kind of old and he doesn't remember things so you can have this little corner right here so we went from... Me having the whole office to that one little corner within five minutes. So I'm like, okay, I'm not tripping. I'm just rolling with the punches. It's better than not having no office, right? Right. So um, what happened? I was staying at Cheryl and Miss Michelle's house, right? And everything was cool at first, but all they did was talk a lot. Like, they just spoke a lot. And I feel like they try to make themselves sound super important and super smart with one and another. But If you're family and if you're, like, I feel like if you're in a partnership or if you're with anybody, whoever you're with, you should be able to be you. You don't have to stop and think of your next word and try to make yourself sound as smart as possible, if that makes sense. Like, just be you with that person. And I kind of, like, I can pick up energy and I can sense that they I don't know that's a whole different story um my issue is that my issue was that they try to control me in a sense and I've been locked up pretty much my whole life my whole childhood with by from juvenile from when I was what 15 14 and a half up until I was literally 19 no Yeah, until I was 21 from juvie, and then I was about to get deported. So I have a real big issue of people telling me, like, trying to confine me and tell me what to do, especially when I'm out here in the free world and not in behind bars, if that makes sense. So they're dictating how I walk and cross the street, try to anyway, um... When you're locked up, you don't even have music. You don't have headphones or anything like that. So me I have my headphones, I'm walking around the street. I'm having a ball and nobody's going to tell me not to. So it's just um it was a lot of control. And um pretty soon I started to like distance myself. I wouldn't even see that. I just um Left out early, came back really late, and I didn't really talk to anybody. So I guess that made it that wouldn't come off as me distancing myself, but that's just me working and getting stuff done. But, um, nevertheless, where was I going with this? Nevertheless, um. Oh, so at the house, at the house, the Miss Nichelle, I think she started to, like, she started acting, like, super protective over Miss Cheryl. Like, I might, like, she might, I don't, who knows what she was thinking, but I was just getting robbed off completely wrong. And, first off, I'm not gay. That's number one. I like dick. And then, number two... I'm not gay. And then number three, like how you have me in your home. You should be comfortable. Oh, this is what happened. So day number one, um they ended up making me go to this meeting with them, this dinner arrangement. And I thought they just wanted me to go with them to dinner. The whole time, they just didn't want me to stay at the house by myself. And at this dinner arrangement, I ended up sealing the deal because the people wanted an app. They wanted to hear nothing else except for an app. And Miss Nichelle, she was um. She was like, "No, you don't need one." Da 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 da. But like while she was talking, try to defend the case that they don't need an app. I was in the phone making it happen, and by the end of the conversation, I had it set up on, on uh, the client's phone and my phone and Miss Nichelle's phone, and I, I sealed the deal for them. So I guess that kind of left me in good standing, until I left out. Three hours in the meeting to go smoke a J because, one, I it was a long day. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> I didn't agree to this. And you guys dragged me to a meeting that lasted four, three and a half hours. I didn't eat. And there was just a lot, a lot <laughs> of different factors that caused me having to step out and smoke a J. me some weed, some reefer. So, pause real quick. Yeah, so, um, anyways, long story short, they were rubbing me off wrong. I had to leave. They just wanted me to be there so I can work for them for free, and I wasn't about to work for nobody for fucking free. I I want to work for myself and nobody else and make money, a whole bunch of it. And they were shooting my dreams down. I had wanted to make these fanny packs of like these Louis Vuitton straps and they just completely ridiculed me. I don't know if I said that right. They just completely like, they really like hurt my feelings. So I left, packed up my stuff, left and I'd rather be in my car. Than be around people that aren't really 100% there for me. So it's been, I think today makes a week since I left. Yeah, it's been a week and one day. In 30 minutes, it'll be a week and two days. So, yeah. Now I'm about to... Head to L.A. Because if I'm in California, I might as well be in motherfucking Los Angeles. And just wish me luck. I'm going to need a lot of good prayers. You can keep your bad prayers. (laughs) Um. I need to pray. That's what I need to do. So this is the end of podcast number three. Day number one. <laughs> and um, I guess the title of this podcast, like I said in the first one, it just came off the top of my head. The title of this podcast is going to be The Chronicles of the Homeless Girl. In the Mercedes C240. Is that too long? Let me know. We can tweak it.